ESPN Breakfast. It's time for the adventures of Whippy Watson. Whippy Watson fever had taken over the competition. So much so, representatives of the AFL Fans Association had made the trek to try and convince the fat little fella to play for their side. Joffa was there, Trout from Woodend, the half-cat half-man from Geelong, Greg, Greg Evans and Darren Hinch. They all travelled up to Dimbuka. Over 500 fans in the end had uh, made their way to Dimbuka and were gathering outside 37 Church Street since 6 o'clock in the morning and they were making an awful racket. Edna, Whippy's mum, had had enough. <laughs> She opened the front door and was shocked to see the massive crowd in front of her. We want Whippy! We want Whippy! They said in unison. Edna stood there in her dressing gown, gobsmacked. Eager for information, the crowd spoke as one. Edna was stunned, but gathered herself. I'm his mother, that's who! The crowd, by this stage, beside themselves at the thought of seeing young Whippy, were just as excited to see his mum. Not immune to a bit of flattery, Edna gathered herself, realising they were trying to get to young Whippy through her. This was not her first rodeo. Don't think you can get around me like that. He's not coming out. And that's my final word. Shut up. <laughs> the heaving crowd were having none of that. No. <laughs> not used to being spoken to like that, Edna fired back. Did you hear what I said? <laughs> the crowd's response was instantaneous. Edna was softening. What that, is it? Again, the crowd, led by Joffre and Trout, responded. Yes! Edna knew she was, wasn't going to get back to bed if she didn't concede. And besides, Alan, Whippy's dad, would be waiting for his warm Milo and arrowroot bickies in 20 minutes' time. Oh, then you can see him for one minute, but not one second more. Do you understand? Whippy came outside, and all of the fans went crazy. He acted embarrassed, but secretly loved the attention, potentially pointing to a career in the media down the track. He quickly realised these fans were delusional and thought that he was the answer to their side's problems. In his own mind, he had only one team he wanted to play for. He had to put this group off, the, off his scent. He tried to quieten the crowd. Please, please listen. I've got one or two things to say. Joffa jumped in first. We love you at Collingwood, Whippy. We've been following you since you were six. Look, you've got it all wrong. You don't need to follow me. You don't need to follow anybody. Oh, Trout from Woodend was shocked. We're from Tigerland, Whippy. We do what Brendan Gale tells us to do. Whippy was thinking on his feet. You've got to think for yourself. You're all individuals. Johnny the Quail Man pleaded with Whippy. Come up to north of Melbourne, Whippy. We're a different down there. You're all different. Molly Meldrum was getting confused. <laughs> now, Whippy, do yourself a favour and come to the Saints. We can work it out. Just you and me. You all got to work it out for yourself. Joffa piped up again. We do exactly what Eddie tells us to do. Whippy had had enough. Don't let anyone tell you what to do. Ellen was due for his Milo and Bickies. Edna had seen and heard enough. She slammed the door shut and confronted young Whippy. Whippy offered a nervous greeting. Hello, Mother. Don't you hello, Mother me. Edna was about to give Whippy the dressing down of his life. Just as a nervous Sharon Streslicki was trying to make her way out the back door. Who's that? 
<laughs> Sharon Bolton <laughs> leaving Whippy to explain to Edna that he'd only been helping her with her goal shooting. <laughs> a chase in Edna was left to address the adoring crowd and send them on their way. Now, you listen here. He's not the Messiah. He's a very naughty boy. <laughs> now, go away. Well, that will happen with Whippy Watson and Sharon Streslecki and the adoring AFL fans. Tune in tomorrow for another edition of The Adventures of Whippy Watson.